0: I am doing the uh, Green Team Academy podcast episode 75 live today on Facebook, and the topic is the magic of meetings. And this is a this is an interesting thing for me because um, I, I if you know my story, you know that I spent decades being really ineffective, and when I look back and see the times that I was ineffective, I was not having meetings. And when I was effective, I was doing team meetings. And there is a one-to-one correlation between people who are having regular meetings with their team and making a big impact and people who are not having regular meetings with their team. And so this is something that I bring up all the time. <laughs> and I just wanted to dive into it a little bit more and help you understand what what I'm talking about and how to overcome any objections that you might be finding either with yourself or with your team to figure this out. So, um, So here's some examples. So when I talk about the times when I was struggling and not being effective, uh, for example, when I was in Niwot for 17 years, and that's 17, and uh, I just, I would call people, I would call the county, I would call EcoCycle, i call the Neighborhood Association and have these different kind of one-to-one conversations with them. And then I'd go back around and then I call each of them again, and then I call again, (laughs) and it, it, it didn't build anything. And, and this is what I see now is I am working with probably 10 different people who are in the phase where they want to start something. And I've said, why don't you start having regular meetings? And there's reasons that they say that they're not able to do that yet. And the, What I'm saying is that if if you're struggling to make an impact and you're not having regular meetings, um, then then you should start there. And the thing is, if you want to make a bigger impact, then start having regular meetings. And that's what we're trying to do here. Right. Is make a big impact fast. So if you have an idea and you have and you don't have anybody to work with it on. Then you need to find someone, and the first thing when you're talking to people and saying, you know, I'm working on this this idea, um, if they are at all interested, the next thing that you want to say is, well, we have a meeting coming up. Would you like to join us? And and if they if they say, well, I can't join at that time, then you can ask, well, when could you join? Or is there somebody else from your organization that could join? Um, And, and through this process, you might find out that the time that you chose for your meeting is not that great and you just move it. Or maybe you have, do like I do with webinars. I'll do two a day. I'll do one at noon and one at 6 PM, because I'm not sure when most people are going to be available. So there's, there's no reason to not have a meeting. And there's so many reasons to have meetings. Um, The other thing about meetings is that I know a lot of people out there are saying meetings are a waste of time and reduce the number of meetings. I'm totally in the opposite camp there. Um, What what I would say is that if you are trying to make an impact, then you need a coalition. There's a rule out there that uh, a lot of social scientists use based on their research that says if 3.5% of the population get involved in a certain topic, then that is enough to change the policy. So 3.5%. So let's say if you're working in a neighborhood and maybe there's a couple thousand people in your neighborhood and you want to get 3.5%, then you just go through, do the math. So what the heck even is that? So if it was a thousand, then 1% would be 10 people. Um, So three and a half percent, you know, 35 people, something like that. So if you're thinking, okay, well, I need to get 35 people together in order to do this, then you need to have meetings. And so, so one of the things that um, that, An image that I was taught, um, actually, after I'd done it a few times and then someone mentioned it and I was like, oh, that's what I was using, as they call it the snowflake model. And the idea is that you wanna have meetings for your core team. So let's say that you have only one other person right now that's working with you. Okay, so you and that one person are going to meet more often. So maybe you just find a time to check in weekly And so that your core team is going to meet more often and then your members. So what your core team is doing is you're planning what your maybe monthly members meetings are. And um, so, so that's your, that's kind of your all members meetings. But then as you start getting those people together, they're going to have different ideas of things that they want to work on. So when we started with sustainable revolution Longmont, we we had a couple of us that were the core people. I mean, it was only two to start with and that's all that you need. And then you say, hey, we're gonna have a meeting and you invite people to it. Um, and that's how things get started. That's how you bring people together. So once we did that and started getting people coming, we started hearing what their different um, areas of interest were. So we spun off. So then you wanna spin off smaller subcommittees And we had one that was focused on Earth Day. We had another that was on um, climate action. And we had our youth council was a separate group. And over time, we also had a pollinators group. Um, And some folks that were part of the city environmental advisory board. So they were watching what was happening with policy. So that's the way that you use the meetings is that those smaller groups, they meet in between your member monthly meetings. So you've got your core team that is in touch pretty much all the time, every week at least. You've got your member meetings that are meeting once a month and your smaller meetings that peel off of there. So what I wanted to talk about was some of the um, objections that I hear. So one of them is that people can't meet at the same time. So I mentioned that a little bit earlier. Um, But here, there's one thing that you can do with that is you can use a Doodle poll. So doodle.com, it's free. And you can just suggest some times and then let everybody go in there and choose what times that they're available. What you don't want to do is you don't want to do a doodle poll every single time. You want to get something on the calendar like the third Thursday at 7 p.m. that we meet for an hour, Um, because if you don't do that, you're going to use all of your capital, all of your time and energy on just setting up the meeting. And you don't want to do that. You want the meeting to be on the calendar, easy, ready to go. Um, So if you guys can settle on a time, that's great. If you find that people aren't able, that you have a hard time getting a good number of people to congeal, then what you wanna do is go ahead and still have that meeting at that time, record it and, and consider, one of the most important things about meetings is that it's, it's a deadline. And so what you're doing at a meeting is you're planning for what things you're gonna do in the future and who's going to do them. So let's say you decide, okay, we want to table at the summer, um, whatever. Okay. I don't know what, (laughs) if you can table at summer festivals anymore. So let's forget that. Let's say that you want to reach out to 10 schools and offer to give them a presentation. Um, so that's your plan. So now you have to figure out well, who's going to do what. And so in your meeting, you're going to figure out, okay, who do we know? At these different schools and what are the schools and how are we going to go about it and you set out action steps that you want to take and so if some people can't attend the meeting you can check with them before the meeting you can check with them after the meeting and assign some action steps to them if they want to be involved and give them the same deadline okay we need to do this before our next meeting so the thing about somebody not being able to attend a meeting is not a showstopper the meeting is just a series of deadlines that keeps you uh, moving throughout the giving you progress and the other thing that i want to say about meetings is that if you have a facebook group or if you are posting online or you're reaching out to people saying hey you know there's this thing that we're really concerned about. We're concerned about safe routes to schools. And, you know, what, what problems are you having with your kids getting to schools? And what kind of help do you need? If you open the wound for people and you don't give them a way to participate, it's very unkind. If you're telling people about air pollution or... um The problem with with buying green housing and that people can't find lending, if you just open the wound and you don't give them any salve to put on the wound, it's really unkind and it's really unhelpful. And so what you want to do is you raise awareness about the issue through whatever outreach that you're doing, your email list, your your Facebook posts, your phone calls, your Instagram posts, your Twitter, whatever you're doing, you raise awareness and then you have a call to action. And the call to action is we're having our next meeting on this date, show up for this meeting. People that really care about it are going to say, I want to get involved, but I can't attend that date. And then you go through that other process and say, no problem. What kinds of things would you like to do? We need to do outreach to 10 schools. Do you know any schools? Would you like to take one of those on? So thinking of it from all those different aspects, one is of being kind of, you know, that's why watching, that's why people stop dealing with the environment. They can't think about climate change because, It's just so big and so sad that they feel powerless and they don't, who wants to know that nobody does. So, so don't do that. (laughs) So, so from the aspect of being kind, you want to make sure that you give people a way to come into your support group. And the, the other way to think about it is how does nature do this? If you think about, um, any scene in nature, you know, you've got trees and maybe you've got some like grasses and shrubs um, and different insects. There's not a single point of contact. It's not like everybody has to go through the tree to talk to other people. They're all there together and communicating. And that's what you want. You want to make sure that you're not filtering the communication by everybody having to talk with you individually because there is some collaboration that can be going person to person and plant to animal, (laughs) whatever it is in your ecosystem that other kinds of collaborations can happen um, when when you set it up that way so that people can be talking with each other and not just always through you. Okay, so I hope that that is inspiring you. So if you have an idea of something that you want to do and you notice that you have not set up regular, at least monthly meetings for your team and maybe bi-weekly or some other meetings for your core team, that that is probably the reason that you have not been able to achieve your dreams yet to make that bigger impact yet. All right. So I hope that's helpful. And I would love to hear your ideas in the comments. And with that, remember everybody that the time for action is now because there is no planet B. See you soon. Bye.